Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining the C Generation Devotional today. Remember that you are a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us to the last Friday in the month of November. Thank you for your divine protection. Thank you for divine provision. And thank you for teaching us your word. Accept our thanks, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We'll be rounding up today on our study of the book of Esther by reading from Esther chapter 9 from verse 1 to 4. And then we'll also read Esther chapter 10 verse 3. So let's start by reading Esther 9, 1 to 4. So on March 7, the two decrees of the king were put into effect. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, but quite the opposite happened. It was the Jews who overpowered their enemies. The Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the king's provinces to attack anyone who tried to harm them. But no one could make a stand against them, for everyone was afraid of them, and all the nobles of the provinces, the highest officers, the governors, the royal officials, helped the Jews for fear of Mordecai. For Mordecai had been promoted in the king's palace and his fame spread throughout all the provinces as he became more and more powerful so then let's read esther chapter 10 verse 3. mordecai the jew became the prime minister with authority next to that of the king himself he was very great among the jews who held him in high esteem because he continued to work for the good of his people and to speak up for the welfare of all their descendants. You know, the book of Esther is a truly remarkable one with so much to learn. The story itself teaches us a lot of life lessons, but it also symbolizes God's saving power towards us, the spiritual Jews, as shown in the New Testament. But we won't be going into all of that today. So, at last, the Jews were delivered from their enemies, and instead of them being the victims, they became the victors. On the day that Haman had appointed for the Jews to be killed and completely destroyed, and their properties taken by those who killed them, they ended up being the ones that totally destroyed their enemies, so much so that other tribes in Persia we are afraid of the Jews and some other tribes even changed their nationalities and became Jews just so that they could identify with them. You know, success has many friends. When things are going very well for you, everyone wants to associate with you. And that's what happened to the Jews. Mordecai became prime minister and his name went down in the history books, not only in the history books of the Jews, but the history books of Media and Persia. So when King Xerxes' achievements were mentioned, Mordecai was also mentioned. What an honor. But I don't want us to just focus on the grace to grass story of Esther and her cousin Mordecai. I don't just want us to see the poor orphaned girl who became queen to the most powerful king overnight and her cousin Mordecai, a foreigner, whose ancestors came to Babylon as slaves and he too walked as a security man at the king's gate. But overnight, he became prime minister in one of the most powerful kingdoms at the time. While that is such an amazing story and we love to focus on the good in everything, the story of Esther and Mordecai is much more than that. 
we can't look at the good and leave out the bad and the ugly. For them to achieve all that they achieved, it involved service, it involved sacrifice, it involved pain, it involved them taking a lot of risks. They didn't have everything easy and rosy. They had to surrender themselves to be used by God and they made up their minds to serve their people, even at the risk of their own lives. Esther chapter 10 verse 3 says, Mordecai was very great among the Jews who held him in high esteem because he continued to work for the good of his people and to speak up for the welfare of all their descendants. So Mordecai was respected because he served his generation. He served his people. He didn't set out from day one to become prime minister. He wasn't watching out for his own selfish interest when he put Esther forward to become queen. His motive was to serve God and to serve his people. Because his motive was right, he seized every opportunity to be loyal to God, to be loyal to the king and to his people. And because of that, God promoted him. So that's a big lesson for us to learn. Our purpose here on earth is to serve God and to serve others, not to serve ourselves. And we can only serve God faithfully after we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And we are being transformed into his likeness. So this might be a good time to review your relationship with Jesus Christ. Have you accepted Jesus? And even if you've accepted him and for some reason your relationship with him is not so solid then you can do something about it so are you showing other people god's love are you showing them how they also can accept jesus as their lord and savior you can only do this when your own relationship with jesus christ is right so what you need to do is just set your heart and if for any reason you know that you still need to work on your relationship with him why don't you give your heart to jesus christ afresh this morning ask him to come into your heart and make up your mind that you know you just want to build that relationship with him and after you do that start living your life in a way that is not just focused on you that a life that is not selfish but a life that is lived in the service of God and in the service of other people. So with this, we end our study of the book of Esther. If you have comments or questions, please send a DM to C Generation Devotional on Instagram. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day.